Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. What's going on, people? You're locked into Miles Mikulski, the podcast, and joining me is a talent who has had a lot of uh, a long journey i should say um in music outside of music and is a very talented artist debut album came out what six months ago as of this recording and of course we got the the more forward as well the more ward i was saying and uh yeah introduce yourself to the people bro yo what's going on this is jordan ward from st louis missouri I'm on my London Town vibes right now. Appreciate you, Miles. Nah, I appreciate you still. And like, I mean, this project, you've had, what, three projects that have you released, two mixtapes or two EPs, another debut album, which everyone's gravitated towards. You've seen Tyler, the creator, shout you out. Um, we've seen loads of people gravitate towards it. We've got the, you know, the Deluxe had Black on it. You're going on tour with him. Like, what was, let's take it back first. I always like to go back and then bring it to the, the current day. Um, what is more nerve-wracking? Dropping the first project where you're getting like Becky G kind of saying to you like, yo, release music and do stuff. Or when you've now become an established artist and you're dropping the debut album and there's eyes on you because like, you know, White Crocs has gone viral. Which is more nerve-wracking? Shoot. I don't know which one is more nerve-wracking. Honestly, I go a little bit insane every time. Like you said, we dropped four projects, two EPs, one tape, one album. But all of them to me is just a project. You know, yeah. like all of them, it's like my life is like encompassed in that project until it's done. You know, I don't know if that was the right adjective or whatever. No, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see I see them all as albums, basically. You know what I'm saying? They, mm. they're all the same thing to me. But yeah, I... It's pretty nerve-wracking every time. Yeah. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm just not caring at all. Mm. So, like, process your emotions. And let's talk about the... Let's talk about the tape now. Let's talk about, you know, let's talk about forward. Like, what was the emotions going into this then compared to, like, some of the stuff in the past? Right? For sure. Well, my emotion or just my mindset, my emotion with this was really excited kind of fearful um because i just want to be better every time you know what i'm saying and i just want to once we click that upload button you know it's gone yeah you know what i'm saying yeah you can't bring it back you know what i mean and now we make it and we live in a world where it's just only easier and easier to analyze and dissect as you know people put the music up put the lyrics up right away genius right away so it's like, um, it's nerve wracking to just give your baby out to the world. But yeah, my mindset was just, you know, I, I, I want to just do something that fulfills me, fulfills the people around me. And I feel like it's, I really wanted to give more context to who I was because I feel like a lot of the music I've dropped up until now was made more in real time, real, yeah. real time inspiration. I'm a young person going through this. I'm here. I'm there. Same thing on this album, but I wanted to go back and 
be like, hey, I also was 13 going to the mall. You know what I'm saying? I also was like in my godmom's basement, like fighting my god brother over like, Basically, you know, yeah. you know the, the video game or something. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was that was my thing. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely hear like a, like a transgression of your music and the development of it from six years ago to now. And like, is this album- Appreciate it. I appreciate you, bro. Like, is this album the best version of you to this date right now? I know I'm asking about deep questions at the moment right now. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I tried my best. I tried my best. I don't know if it's my best, but I tried my best. Yeah. I mean, no, to be fair, like- Some of my fans say, make another album like Valley Hopefuls. I mean, that did get the placement on Insecure as well. I mean, hey, 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 one my what Jay Z say, one my old, play my old, whatever you, whatever. Yeah, you maybe, maybe one of the lyrics like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I think we've like forward and a more as well. Like, because we've got such interesting sounds coming from you, I think people have still kind of taken it in now, which is probably why fans are saying you know they want something like the old you. But people always want to hear something different. I was speaking to Midwest a couple of weeks ago and he was saying something similar where he was like, oh yeah, like fans wanted this and then they take some time to take it in and then they come back and say, oh, you want that album now? It's like, no, 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 make up your mind, please. Do you know what I'm saying? So how's your interaction with the fans? Do you know what I mean? Like it's obviously now some of them who are the core fans would have taken it in. Other fans are kind of getting to know you a bit more. So how's your interaction with them in a, in a general basis? Man, shout out to Gango, man. Gango, Gango. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, Ski. Um, love the gango. Love the fans. And I love the word fan, too, because, like, I'm a fan of so many people. You know what I'm saying? When you're talking about Frank Ocean fans, you're talking about me. Mm. You're talking about Tyler Creative, you're talking about me. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate anyone that, you know, identifies as a fan on any level. Like, I'm so grateful. And I love the interactions. And even going back to what I was joking on earlier, like, it's, it's no problem like i have no problem with people like want order music i still appreciate that they play that music you know what i mean please play the old music like if you don't like the new one play the old one it's all yeah. doing me you know what i mean but um i love interacting um with the fans and it's just funny though because it's like they're like if they say make this or make another this or make another that's like you realize that was like my second project in life yeah i probably did like <laughs> 80 projects like that was my second try yeah you know what i'm saying so let me improve a little bit but um honestly if you listen i got love for you mm. joy is i think sometimes with fans they like they hear the hunger or they hear like the inexperience or they hear something that you don't hear that you appreciate when you get to the 80th projects do you know what I mean? And then, 100%. And that's the thing. So, if some, listen, fans, fans, fan, let me leave them over there. Hey, yeah. like I said, I appreciate the love either way. Yeah. Um, let's talk about White Crocs then, because that was a track that you kind of stepped into the year with. Um, originally, it was going to be a Lucy on the tape. You know, I definitely didn't think it was going to be a Lucy. I felt like, I mean, because we definitely shot a video months before and put strategy into it, but. I, I feel like I maybe have said something like that before and it was my emotion was more so hey we're we gonna put this work into it but at the end of the day we're gonna drop in we're, we're gonna keep it moving that's how I feel it's, I'm never hyper fixating on something for too long we're gonna continue to push it and promote it but you know 
we just tr- trying to keep it coming you know yeah. what I'm saying even with this album like as great as the album is I don't even know if I should say this because I'm mean, gonna get maybe so I'll make some other people start thinking how I'm thinking but it's like I'm just trying to do it again you mm. know what I'm saying like I'm not trying to like get too caught up in this this album like I want to just keep creating you yeah. know what I'm saying so when did you finish this tape finish this we were actually doing the final mixes about to send it to mastering in like april of 2022 okay so but then sample clearances had some features come in a little later then i had to wait out the holiday season you know so took took a little bit longer than expected but I honestly would not change how yeah. it, it gave us all time. You know, all of us, it's a, a lot of people working on the project. So we all had to have enough time to really work to get together to give our best. So. 100%. I mean, sometimes when you get like albums or singles or anything that like was made a year beforehand, it's the right timing when it gets released. It's all about timing when it comes to music as well, because you can have the best album in the world for you, but it comes out at the wrong time. So I feel like this year, and especially how the world's gone this year so far, your music of like this kind of carefree nature and you know showing the development of your life is perfect for what we need right now. So I'm sure it's on a lot of people's playlists as well at the same time. Hey man, appreciate the love. And um, let's talk about your hometown because there's a lot of people from your hometown that have all gone on to do big things like Smino, who you've done, opened up for in the past as well. Smino, um, Smino, love you. <laughs> Uh, Metro Boomin's from there as well, right? Metro Boomin was some more, nigga. <laughs> yeah, shout out Metro. We went to the same high school. Well, I, I we graduated from the same high school. I switched when I was a junior, and um, he was a senior. Didn't really have much of a relationship with him at all, but he always had nice kicks. Yeah. Once in a while, I might just be like, hey, them kicks hard. Yeah. Um, Even at that age as well, you know. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We, I didn't really know what he was doing yet. Yeah, whole time, he produced it for Gucci Mane and all type of... um future and all that but yeah big st louis man big mm. st louis so what about like st louis is like what's bringing out all these artists man st louis so st louis has been producing artists like since people since music popular music has been created and, and produced on records and in the way that it is now obviously music been around for so long but as far as popular music western music St. Louis has been a big part of cultivating it. Like, it's one of the first cities, if not the first city, that people got to in the Great Migration. Like, when black people left the South, like, they went to St. Louis first, maybe somewhere else, but I'm pretty sure they went to St. Louis first, then Chicago, then all these all these other places. So to this day, there's huge gospel community, huge jazz community, huge indie rock community, huge hip-hop community, yeah. huge trap community like mixtape community jug music like everything like um and i think it's just because yet yeah, it, it's a it's a meeting point of all these different cultures and there's just a history and a foundation that people keep building on you know you got chuck berry tina turner donny hathaway miles davis obviously nelly you know what i mean um like you just said smino metro Boomin. Sizzle was born in St. Louis, like Dylan Brady, you know, um, like innovators across the board. So, and I'm forgetting mad people. I can't, there's no, yeah, yeah. but I think just, it's just one, of, it's just like that. We like that. It's one of them places like St. Louis, Chicago, Oakland, Detroit, 
Baltimore, Atlanta, New Orleans, Houston, London. We get there. We get there. Paris, like London, like certain places, just cook the salsa. Yeah. South Africa, you know what I mean? That's true. I mean, I think it's nice to have come from a place which has like loads of culture, because it defines a part of you, but in your own unique way. And obviously, did that help for you when you was like, you know, out here doing like ballet, doing all these different types of dance that you was working on? Is that from the St. Louis influence as well? Or is that, yeah? For sure. I mean, St. Louis has a huge arts community. I grew up in the musical theater world. I grew up in the dance studio world, competition world, the company world. It's just a huge center for the arts and I was always that kid, like, I went to school in the city, like, my folks live in the city and in the in the county, in the country, and then I, like, danced in the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, I would be here, like, Lil Wayne at school, and then, like, Dave Matthews being at night, you know what I mean? That's wild, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I loved all of it, so. It keeps, uh, that kind of, I feel like, reflects in the music you're making now as well. Because you can hear the different like iterations and the different genres in there. Facts. Um, Black. Let's talk about him. Oh, of course. Black. On the deluxe um, of your album. And uh, you're going to go on tour with him. And Sersky says, I have a love of tour. Shout out, Black, man. Appreciate the opportunity. And um, yeah, man. Like, How did that feel when you got the call up to do, to do that? That's quite a big look for you as well. Man, that was crazy. That was crazy. Honestly... I really wanted it. I'm not even gonna lie. When I saw you announce the tour, I was like, "Man, I want to go on that tour." You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it, it it came together, and I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity. So, what's next for you then, apart from the tour? You said you already want to make new music. I'm making new music. Right. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm making new music. I'm not saying it's gonna come out anytime soon. You know, what I'm saying I've been making music with the homies. Always making music with the homies. So hopefully they drop. Well, they said they gonna drop, you know what I'm saying? Um, and we got the Black Tour in the U.S. Um, October to November. Then right after that, we coming out here to Europe. I'm doing, we're doing our headline tour. We started with Tourward. Now we got Tourward, T-E-U-R-W-A-R-D. That's what you're crazy. You know what yep. European edition. Starting in London at the Oslo, December 8th. Gango, pull up, we going crazy. Not sure the exact order, but we're also doing Brussels, Paris, Berlin, Cologne, Amsterdam, and somewhere else. They're going to be crazy shows. Munich. Oh, Munich. Okay, Germany. Shout out Germany too. Yeah. So what's the plan? What is the plan for that? Because like, it's going to be crazy. European crowds are different. Man, I love it out here. I, I got to open for Smino out here on the Luforia tour in April so that was my first time performing my music out here and it was incredible and I've gotten a lot of love from Europe from the UK from London since I first started putting out music especially because I always had friends out here through dance and stuff so they were early to support me you know what I mean but um man what's the plan we going crazy mm. we going crazy Listen, I look forward to seeing it. I'm yeah, you gotta to, pull up. I'm gonna try to slide to the tour, yeah. Yeah, I would have been I was at the Spino show and I saw that and I was Oh fire. Yeah, it was epic still. So if you're doing that and it's now your show, time step. Which which show were you at? Kenish. Was that the Was that the second show or the first show? That was the second one. Yeah. The first show was great. Yeah. The second show Energy. Was great. 
crazy. The whole night. Ugh. Crazy. The first show, they they sold that out so fast back in November. They didn't even know I was coming. So they they was probably just waiting on Smino. And they were still a great crowd. Yeah. Well, I hope they still come. As soon as you came out, they started cheering and going crazy. But I, the second night, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, it was good. It was good vibes. So that's what I'm saying. If you get those people plus your own. Pull up, gang yeah, it's, it's good. It's a tall ward. Come on, man. But yeah, Jordan, appreciate you chatting to me today, by the way. Appreciate you, Miles. And uh, yeah, make sure you uh, go stream up the album, run up the city. Anything else you want to say to the people before we get out of here? Man, chase that. Yeah, don't chase that. Yeah, nah, man. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.